Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and every week I lead you through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond, bringing you stories of the amazing people in and around the barbecue culture. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen in. I appreciate the gift of your time, and I hope I can entertain you for a little bit. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. And now, on with this week's show. Hello, Eat More Barbecue family, and thank you for tuning in to episode number 133 of Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast. You all know how important Alberta barbecue is to me, and that I'm a big believer in supporting local. So when I found out the two great Alberta barbecue cooks were joining forces to get more people eating their food, you just know I had to get get them on the show. I'm very happy this week to welcome back Matt Lucas from Cornerstone Barbecue and Spikes and Peter Zakuski from Pitt County Barbecue to discuss the new Alberta Barbecue Collective. Speaking of Alberta Barbecue, this week I'm premiering another of the new monthly segments with a product review of a great made in Alberta barbecue rub. I'll be featuring a new product review the second week of every month, so if you have a barbecue or cooking product that you would like to have featured, get in contact with me on social media or by email at eatmorebarbecue.com at gmail.com. Thinking of starting a podcast to help build your business's brand but don't know how to get started? Eat More Barbecue Digital Media can help you with consulting, recording, voice work, or full production. Contact us at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com for more information. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you by the Calgary Foundation. Whether it's funding anti-racism programs, addiction recovery, or food hampers for the hungry, for 65 years, the Calgary Foundation has proudly supported the charitable community to address some of Calgary's biggest challenges. Now, during this period of unprecedented urgent needs, Calgary Foundation renewed its commitment to building a healthy, vibrant, giving, caring, and resilient community. If you're a registered charity looking for a grant, a professional advisor creating a giving plan for your client, or a donor wanting to give back to community, discover a wealth of resources at calgaryfoundation.org and learn about their work through Calgary Foundation's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the podcast. And uh, happy to welcome back two previous guests uh, this evening uh, that have uh, joined together to perform a really neat, uh, interesting operation up in Edmonton. So uh, joining me from uh, the capital city of Alberta, we got Matt Lucas from Cornerstone Barbecue, uh, Cornerstone Spice, Barbecue and Spice. Sorry, did I get that? Yeah, Cornerstone Barbecue and Spice is good. Okay, all right. Yeah. And uh, Peter Zakuski from uh, Pitt County Barbecue. Well, guys, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, Matt, uh, it's been a couple of years probably since you've been on. Why don't you kind of reintroduce yourself a little bit yeah it's been it's been a little bit crazy so yeah uh just some people might know some people might not know but uh kind of started in the competition world and kcbs as as a hobby and Mm -hmm. uh did fairly well there and uh you know not as well as a lot of other teams but uh i held my own and yeah so that that was all right nice yeah and uh and just kind of slowly started uh, booking up my weekends with friends and family gigs and rolling up. And then it turned into, well, why don't I get a food truck? And right. so on and so forth. Why don't I just kind of go go at it? Two years ago in September, uh, the end of September is when I decided to go full-time. So it's been two right. years full-time now. Awesome. It's been good. And that's with uh, Cornerstone. So what is... Uh, What's Cornerstone Barbecue and Spice doing? What's the what's that operation? 
Well, we've got uh, we've got a food truck. It's it's actually more okay. of a trailer. I geared it up for uh, for large events. So right. it's got 25 and a half. It's actually even got a walk-in cooler. So nice. yeah, so good uh, rodeos, corporate events. Uh, I do a lot of weddings. Not something right. I really thought I was going to do when I started, but uh, yep. um, people love it, and, and I'm yeah. all geared up so I can go out to the to the communities, out to the family farm, set up, do full prep, have a full operation out there. Um, do that larger events, K days, um, yes. a lot of rodeos, um, music fest, stuff like that. Um, we were just actually just starting to kick off, uh, more in town corporate lunch and learns and, uh, you know, fab shop lunches, stuff like that. Just kind of as COVID really kind of yeah. hit us there. So yep. dialed that back a little bit, um, have some very cool, interesting things, I'm not supposed to talk about right now. Uh, up, we can touch base when, as soon as I'm allowed to talk about it. For sure, absolutely, yep. And um, which potentially is going to be a, a big game changer for Cornerstone, anyway. So awesome, be good, awesome, yeah, wonderful. And Peter, uh, remind folks what Pitt County's all about. Uh, so Pitt County started professionally over a year and a half ago. Uh, so it's a uh, Eastern North Carolina whole hog. Uh, barbecue company so we do other things with the things that we do specialize in is north carolina style barbecue and north carolina style barbecue focuses either on whole shoulders or whole hog so we decided to go the whole hog route and we will do full service catering to just doing the pig um, if people want to do potlucks we have a few seasoning spices out that we've got in a few stores in edmonton uh, meathead and uh, effing seafood so we're doing that um, always looking for something new to do uh, we worked with pinocchio ice cream to create some southern style uh, inspired ice creams like a lemon sweet tea sorbet yeah. mm-hmm. um, so always looking for something to to tie that uh, passion for the south into what we're doing up north yep are you are you marketing those pig cookers for commercial sale yet? Not not <laughs> yet. I actually dropped it off uh, yesterday back to the fabricator for hopefully. I mean, probably not, but hopefully the the last round of modifications. I say probably not because there'll always probably be something sure. I want to yeah. do. Um, but once this last round gets worked out, um, then I'm going to do a mini, so a fifty percent model. And and that is really what I'm going to work with them um, with my designs and everything to get it to a more accessible price point um, for Mm -hmm. the average consumer. Um, And then that one's going to have fun things like a, like a 200 pound rotisserie attachment and and things like that. So it'll be a little bit more manageable. That one will be able to fit through a three foot door. So a backyard gate. um, Right. Yep. And, uh, yeah, an elevator if you want to take it to a roof type thing. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to keep pushing on that. Cause, yeah. yeah, no, it, it'll happen. I just want to make sure that it functions properly and that it is of, uh, of a, a level of quality that uh, I expect and people expect. So, and, and don't forget your, about your buddy in Calgary if you need somebody to test a prototype or something. Yeah, so. yeah definitely. <laughs> Good idea. So, uh, so Matt, uh, yeah. talk about how the two of you kind of came together to get this relationship started. Oh, well, I think actually we met when we were doing gold metal plates on a, for another chef in the city. We were helping, helping out there, his culinary team. 
Okay. And uh, we'd heard of each other. We kind sure. of talked in passing a little bit, but uh, kind of got together uh, then and, and really talked a lot about doing um, different collab stuff. Um, you know, maybe doing a pop up or mm-hmm. whatever. And um, you know, when uh, he gets a call for some brisket jobs and and or things like that, then uh, yep. he shoots it over to me and uh, whole hog. I I pimp him out for the whole hog jobs, and then right. We did. Uh, uh, I've been doing some stuff with Harley for a couple of years now yeah. here in Edmonton, yep. and uh, we had a good opportunity. I pitched him an idea for uh, whole hog uh, pulled pork sandwiches and brought Peter in, and that we we did that. That went off like amazing. Everyone mm. still's talking about it, and uh, yeah, we had. Well, what, what do we have? 14, 15 hours all day to talk about the collab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and then uh, yeah, it's just kind of as things progress we said let's do it let's yeah. get together yeah it's the time so right on so peter maybe get into what uh what the alberta barbecue collective is all about what uh so it started realistically it started based upon kind of what matt was saying we always wanted to do something um matt is really good friends um with joe and jess from motley q yes. um sure. so it's just and as you know, as yourself, even congratulations, by the way, on, on the article that just came oh, out. Thanks, That's, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Pretty huge. Um, but yeah. yeah, as you know, even via that, I mean, barbecue is really about community. So yes, it, it started kind of loosely with these ideas of helping build um, Alberta barbecue, Alberta barbecue community. You've even had podcasts about that before. What is Alberta mm-hmm. barbecue? Um, and it, genuinely started not to minimize it, but just as the kind of like, well, let's see what happens. Let's like, let's find a way to package and sell our brisket and our pork and let's do some bacons and some sirloins. Uh, so we had like two weeks of just recipe refinement. We had these things already, uh, but we just wanted to fine tune them a little bit. Uh, we got a chamber vac sealer, figured out the process and then, did a little bit of stuff and then all of a sudden all that stuff was gone. So then we ramped it back up and we're like, Oh, okay, we're good. And then all that stuff was gone. Um, so it was a solid month last month of us just chasing our tail, um, catching up with the support that people have given us, which has been, I mean, just amazing, better than we could have ever have guessed. Um, and great, feedback and response and it's been really great to be able to get our brisket and our pork out it will help inevitably for catering but um in a roundabout way what the alberta barbecue collective is is just a means of collaboration we really wanted to stress collaboration over competition um the notion of building over battling um coming together we didn't really want to go under one of our own companies because we didn't want to dilute the brands and we didn't want to come up with a new company to dilute the brand. So we wanted to do something where it can be seen that two notable barbecue companies are coming together to work together, to collaborate, um, to help build the community and get authentic barbecue to consumers in an accessible means. Um, Everything is packaged frozen so you can use it on your own time. Um, but with all that being said, I mean, it really is about building the Alberta barbecue community and just 
creating those connections. I mean, right now it's in its infancy, um, but we have a lot of plans of how to bring more people in or do certain events to just really have a brand and a collective um, to showcase what people like yourself are doing, um, mm-hmm. what Matt's doing myself. Um, I mean, so many people in the province oh, are absolutely, are yeah. doing fantastic things. So whether it's in competition, hopefully this spring, summer, or mm-hmm. just even being able to kind of do some of the stuff that you've been doing with the Alberta barbecue trail, just really help put Alberta, Alberta on the map for absolutely. barbecue and the, the culture behind it. No, that's awesome. So you, Matt, you guys are talked about or thought about bringing in other folks uh, yes. to the collective, right? That's kind yeah. of what you're getting at there. Yeah, definitely. We've we've got uh, oh half a dozen names of people that we talk to quite regularly. Sure, We're talking about doing uh, doing some things things with them, whether it's pop ups or maybe to try to get some of their product in. Um, we don't want to flood the market or dilute it in any way and have like of course, 8 yeah. million items and then all of a sudden nothing's really moving right yeah but um you know sauces and spices again with working with joe and jess at uh, motley q we'll probably do yeah. some stuff with them um yeah. and yeah just you know i i kind of see a lot of because i i came from the competition world and yeah. a lot of teams want to get their their stuff out there their seasoning yeah. there's something mm-hmm. like that this is a good way to do it maybe we'll do a, a run for a month of you know, X, Team X barbecues rub, and I'll yeah. do something with just just their stuff limited. Yeah, do a, do limited runs rather than having yeah. fifteen different rubs all at the same time, right? Exactly, and, and kind yeah. of get them some exposure, get us mm-hmm. a little bit more exposure, and just show that there's there's good barbecue here, really there's, good. Barbecue. Yes, absolutely, there is. Yep. Well, one of the other aspects too of it, it being Alberta Barbecue Collective is we were we were thinking when we were brainstorming coming up with a name and, and everything. And we didn't want it to be like, we really did want to help put Alberta on the map um, in Canada, let alone hopefully in North America for barbecue. Um, but the notion of that is that's why we wanted Alberta. We didn't want it to be Edmonton barbecue collective because moving forward in what we're discussing, I mean, we want to be able to work with and collaborate and bring in people from, calgary or lethbridge or or wherever it may be i mean it is such once you start becoming a a member of the barbecue family you just realize how connected it is so i mean even in this past month we've done a trip to calgary for a bunch of deliveries and received a lot of support there matt just went uh, before the new year to grand prairie for a run of deliveries and we really want it to be that alberta as a whole and we we didn't do that from a business point of view of it being Edmonton and not having people from Calgary want to support us because we're from Edmonton and that type of yeah. thing. We just really wanted it to be a provincial put here on the map, showcase what we're doing, um, mm. whether it's Canmore, Red Deer, Rocky Mountain House. Um, I mean, there's a lot of great people doing a lot of great things here. There sure is. Absolutely. Uh, you, you kind of touched on the offerings uh, from a product standpoint. Uh, maybe go a little deeper into that and how the whole program works for people, uh, customers. So we have the base products that we have. Uh, we kind of have a core six. Um, so that's just our, our regular uh, smoked maple bacon. Uh, we have a house-cured back bacon. 
Uh, we've got the cornerstone Texas style brisket, uh, the Pitt County style whole hog. Um, then we have a spashcock preseason chicken and a sausage. Um, so those are our core six. Um, but yep. what we want to start doing this next year is we actually have a number of specialty bacons as well. So we've got one using each of our own spices. Uh, we've got a pepper one, a pastrami pork bacon, which is phenomenal. Um, we work together to devise a new seasoning called Southern Heat. That's a little bit spicier, and we've got one there that works out well. And then nice. we just have a, a few things like double-smoked back bacon and things like that. So for that, and that being said, we do have a few compartmentalized barbecue packs. It's a little bit cheaper than buying all the items individually and uh matt actually built the website and the back end of everything and put countless hours into designing that and putting it all together so that if somebody whether it's calgary or somewhere in the province sadly if it's in another city uh we have to hit certain minimums um not for an individual customer um but let's say if you you were to want to put an order in um, we would kind of keep it on reserve per se until we hit that minimum and then incorporate yeah. that into the delivery. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. But with, uh, with that, you can either contact us directly, but what we prefer is that people just go to Alberta barbecue collective.com. Uh, we've got all our products on there with pricing. Um, the ordering is on there. Descriptions are on there. I mounted a fantastic job on the website and it's super user-friendly whether it's on your computer or your phone um and yeah every everything we're doing we put our first slide up which is uh baked beans hopefully by the end of next week we'll have our mac and cheese on there too and then hopefully by the end of the month we'll have our canadian collards up there as well awesome and uh so if i'm if if customers want to order a brisket what are we looking at a by the pound half pound what sort of packaging is it uh Matt, maybe you can jump in there. Yeah, so right now we've got, uh, for example, the brisket is uh, by the pound. We try to yep. do mo- mostly everything's by the pound. A lot of our specialty stuff, our specialty bacons, we're going to do in half pounds because we. Mm-hmm. the idea is we want people to try a couple different ones, right? Sure. Yep. Um, especially if they want to just experiment with something. It, it helps out on the, the price point as well. Um, but the, the whole hog, for example, is by the pound. We take the whole hog. It's... On, on Peter's big giant cooker there, and we yep. uh, break her all down, and, and then from the whole hog down to a pound of, like, chopped Carolina pork. So yep. a little bit of love and time in there. but uh, For sure, yeah. Yeah, brisket's by the pound. So you go onto the website, you just uh, you order what you're you're looking for, and it all pops up, and we've got uh, – it's all packaged and ready to go. Easy peasy. Fro- we've got, uh, it's coming – it comes there, frozen? As well as our um, – yeah, the reheat instructions as well as all the ingredients and everything is on there as well. Perfect. Yeah, and it comes frozen. I yes, it does come yeah, frozen. Okay. Yeah. Yep. The idea Perfect. is to, uh, to to take it home, put it in your yeah. freezer, take it out, and eat it at your leisure. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Every, sure. every restaurant's trying to do hot takeout right now, and and this this time and age right now, it's when's convenient for your family. Like, yeah, everyone's doing online school and yep. working from home and different hours and and or on the road, so. Let's make it convenient for you and your family. Yeah, when you well, and you guys know, right? If I if I'm me at home here, I cook some pulled pork or brisket. I'm vacuum sealing the leftovers into yep. portions and throw them in the freezer. So then, when you do need a 
need it for something, you take it out and heat it up and you got your meal, right? So it's yeah, great, exactly. uh, the convenience want, factor. We wanted to hit a little bit of kind of a, a niche too, where, I mean, there's a lot of, we're not skip the dishes and we're not cook a whole meal. So mm-hmm. it's something where, again, not not that we're against supporting local restaurants by any means, but it's just something a little bit different where, like yeah. Matt was saying, if you've got three kids in school and you don't know when, you can heat it, cook it whenever. Um, yeah, for sure. But it, it also allows you to, let's say, like, okay, I order a brisket and uh, pulled pork and I'm going to cook those, but it allows somebody like yourself or the uh, general consumer uh able to make the sides too so they feel like they're contributing to the meal where the mm-hmm. kind of the main is taken off their plate and makes it a little bit easier and accessible for them yep yeah uh, you mentioned sausage what are you guys doing uh, on the sausage side well right right now our, the idea we came into was we were going to have a, a rotating sausage we were going to do about 150 pounds and then when that mm-hmm. was gone we do something else but uh the first run, I think, was close to 200 pounds, and the feedback has been amazing. So it is a uh, 80-30 blend of um, Alberta AAA beef with uh, pork as well. Uh, 70-30? Yeah, 70-30. Yeah, 70-30. <laughs> 80-30, you know, whatever. Yeah. 70-30. <laughs> Need good math. Mm. Math, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so we got like a, a chorizo pork. Uh, we make chorizo pork and then uh, do it with a, uh, an all beef, a triple A uh, Alberta beef. So it's it's a blend sausage and it's nice. just great. no filler. Just, yep. you know, bang it out of the park in uh, natural casing. It's been good. Yeah. And you're make, you guys are making the sausage yourself? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's, been, uh, it's uh, one of those things that I... Uh, was on my list to try uh, getting into at some point is... Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Is doing that, so... It, we really were going to do a rotating sausage, but the, the feedback has been amazing with that, yeah. with this first one. Yeah. And uh, I think it's going to stay as a staple and then maybe we'll add a specialty yeah. or something. Add in, uh, add in some feature ones uh, from time to time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Awesome. And when did this whole thing get off the ground? <laughs> first day of sales was November 23rd. Okay. Yeah. So you're so couple, uh, yeah, relatively new. It's only about a month and a half. We had, like a, yeah. I was mentioning earlier, we had a few weeks of refinement R&D. Um, just we wanted to, and even with our size and everything moving forward, we have a little bit of R&D since we're approaching it differently where all the items are frozen. Uh, we want to make sure that how we're handling them, how they're being frozen, packaged, um, how they reconstitute and reheat um, is in line with the quality of it going into that commercial vacuum sealer bag. Um, We don't want to jeopardize quality for convenience. Of course. Yeah. You want to keep the quality the same as, uh, like you say, same as it went into the bag, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Custom stuff. If somebody wanted a whole brisket, is that an option? Uh, Is that something if somebody reached out to you guys? (laughs) Funny you should mention that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, just this weekend, actually, we got orders for, I think I'm up to five full briskets. Oh, well. Just on a custom order. Yep. Um, guys I've, I've done work with before, they've bought, and now mm-hmm. they've bought a couple from from us online, and they're going out to work. So they're taking a whole brisket with them. Sure. <laughs> they're having sandwiches. Yep. So, uh, awesome. yeah, no, we're, we're doing that. Contact us for anything custom. Um, both of us 
we both have catering companies. So yeah, yeah um, you got the options here, right? Yeah, we have the options, and we can we can make whatever work. Rustic awesome. happen. Yeah. Well, and the, the nice thing with that too is it's not necessarily like if let's say you were to order a, like a whole pig, you're not you could get it in ten pound packs or whatever. We can break it down in that, and it won't be like. 20 pounds times $20. There'll yeah. be certain price breaks. It's even for of our course, bacons. Yeah. Um, we've had some inquiries about people wanting whole things of uh, bacon. So there's a little bit of uh, a price break when you're ordering the whole thing and slicing it yourself. For sure. Awesome. Some, re- some, some restaurant partners we're in talks with. Or oh, good. We'll see how that awesome. goes. And, and if you have a, a custom or if you have a flavor profile you want to hit for an idea, Right. Shoot it our way. We'll see what we can do. Awesome. Well, great. uh, Yeah. Even for that. Well, even for that matter too. I mean, everybody, I mean, hopefully things open up sooner than than later, Mm -hmm. but um, we're happy to work with people as well. For example, like I know a lot of people now with weddings or family reunions, they'll like get wine package with their own label or kind of create a specific item. I mean, if somebody comes in and they want to try and, get a certain type of flavor profile like matt was saying or a certain style of barbecue um we're happy to work with them to achieve that i mean like matt was saying we're both caterers and that's our background and we just want to kind of help people get what they're looking for for sure that's awesome great stuff going to take a real quick pause for a word from our alberta podcast network sponsor and then when we get back, uh, I want to talk to the guys about just uh, a few kind of general happenings in the barbecue world. So we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. Park Power is owned by Chris Kozowski, who has a growing and well-deserved reputation for being a guy who cares. If you're in the Edmonton area, you may have seen him around town in his signature bow tie, supporting local causes and boosting local business. He walks that talk with his business. It's why Park Power shares its profits with local charities. As a new customer, you can choose a community partner to re- receive 10% of the proceeds from your electricity bill, like the CKUA radio network. Visit parkpower.ca CKUA to find out more. Park Power's other community partners include Boys and Girls Club of Strathcona County, the Altview Foundation for Gender Variant and Sexual Minorities, the Canadian Parks and Wilderness Society, and the Saffron Centre, which supports those affected by sexual violence. Learn more at parkpower.ca. All right, we are back with uh, Matt Lucas, uh, Peter Zakuski, Alberta Barbecue Collective. Uh, forgot to ask this at the beginning, guys. Uh, maybe, Matt, I'll throw it at you first. Uh, question I've started asking uh, guests uh, fairly recently. What does barbecue mean to you? Mm. Uh Honestly, when I hear barbecue, I hear friends and family getting together for a good meal, drama-free, mostly. Yeah, <laughs> nothing, no. no, nothing too stuffy, <laughs> just friends and family getting together and um, enjoying each other's company. Awesome. Peter? For me, same sort of thing, food, family, and community. Um, my notion of barbecue kind of comes from the North Carolina style of barbecue being cooking a whole pig. Um, but it's, it's really just a means of getting people together, um, talking, communicating, catching up and just enjoying 
good food. I mean, it takes a long time to, to make something taste good. And mm-hmm. while you're doing that, it just gives you a chance to kind of connect with people and yeah. just really in, enjoy each other's company. Awesome. Um, I think Peter and I, you and I have talked about it. Uh, Mike Mills, uh, 17th street barbecue passed away, uh, recently. Any, uh, any kind of thoughts on that? Uh, I, I've said before that, the, the book him and his daughter put together is the, is what kind of got me into barbecue, hooked me on the whole barbecue culture in the first place. So mm-hmm. kind of a, certainly a sad, uh, sad thing when I saw that. It, yeah, definitely really un- unfortunate. I mean, there's a few, what I would say would be legacy names in, mm-hmm. in barbecue, especially in, uh, in the States and, and the Mills family is definitely one of those legacy names. And to see somebody who's done so much and has helped so much in expanding the notoriety of a barbecue and, and recognition of it, um, passes just really un- yeah. unfortunate. I mean, you can see the amount of, uh, support towards the mills family just online yeah. from how many people sure. have been inv- impacted by them yeah yeah it was a sad day i think i i heard <laughs> i heard more about about that or had text messages about that than many 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 other things that are happening in the world right now mm-hmm. in, yep. in that short amount of time in, in one single yep. day i just kind of blown away yeah yeah and something i heard uh was that he was kind of one of the few that had a, a, a huge impact both on the competition side and the restaurant side of the business. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. kind of uh, set himself apart in that regard. So it's just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, just yeah. another one of the, one of those winningest people in barbecue mm-hmm. to the, the Mills family is just crazy for what they've yeah. accomplished. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's talk uh, as we kind of roll into 2021 here. Uh, Kind of any trends in the uh, the barbecue uh, fi- live fire cooking uh, area that you guys see coming? You know what? Oh. Honestly, every year you see something. I think that last year I think it was probably the pork belly burnt ends. I think kind of rolled up. Was maybe it was the year before that? But um, yeah. I I think this year with twenty twenty being how it was it gave a lot of us barbecue guys time to kind of sit back and work on different sides. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I'm yeah. seeing a lot of guys, competition guys, especially posting a lot of different unique sides that you, I wouldn't have thought of, or that they're really working to refine and, um, just some different stuff. I, I don't know. That's just kind of what I see right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just kind of, it's kind of cool actually to see a different take on, you know, the, uh, a mac and cheese or different beans or, or yeah. whatever. That that's just kind of what I'm seeing right now. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Peter, anything on your radar? From from a professional standpoint, I would say, I mean, that's always kind of out there, but definitely pastrami's um, yeah. and pastrami beef ribs, um, and then just in general is a, a trend. I think really with what happened last year, um, people being home, not being able to travel, have a little bit more money. Uh, the more and more people you talk to seem to be either getting like a pit boss or a Traeger or an offset. And yep. the the trend that I would like to see, I guess, non-professionally is just more enthusiasts, recreationalists and hobbyists um, just jumping, jumping on the train of just mm-hmm. taking, taking the time to take a chance and, and try cooking something. I mean, 
mm-hmm. might not be great the first time, but it's just taking that that time to refine it and seeing people at home take be willing more so now to take the time to to give it a shot more so than than ever before. I think. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see as things open up if if that trend of people cooking more at home continues, uh, or, if so. everyone dro- or if everyone drops that and gets ripped back out to the uh, the restaurants <laughs> like they were before, right? So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, and you know, obviously the restaurants need need the support too. So hopefully, oh, yeah. uh, hopefully, a kind of a media somewhere in the middle, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, before we started recording, you guys kind of mentioned, uh, kind of some stuff happening up in the Edmonton area with, uh, goings on anything, uh, what do you, what are you hearing up there? We've got a few things in the works. Um, we can't necessarily, I mean, Matt has some pretty big things in the works, which are really, really exciting. Um, but one thing that we've been doing actually, which was a great idea from Matt, is uh, working with charities and fundraisers. So instead of, yeah. let's say, having to bulk load purchase uh, stock and hold on to it and then have the Girl Guides or Cub Scouts or hockey teams sell that merchandise, okay. uh, Matt came up with the idea through the website that we can offer a specific promo code um, to certain charities. Mm-hmm. And then they don't have to purchase any stock um, and we have the inventory. So every purchase that is processed with that sale is logged on our back end. And then we work with the specific groups and charities to determine uh, a mutual beneficial percentage going back right. for a donation. So it's been really, really nice. Um, we have a few tentative ones moving forward that should hopefully be really, really good. But until they're finalized, I don't, um, want to say anything but it's it's just been especially in this year we found that that's been a really good avenue uh for helping support charities and fundraisers it keeps their overhead low usually we'll have like a week between cutoff and delivery just um to take out what we need in excess of our inventory to meet their uh meet their sales but we found we have found yeah a lot of really good reception with with that idea Excellent. And hopefully, hopefully as well from, from talking to a few people, again, things ease up and pork palooza will be uh, back in full swing and barbecue on the bow and a, a few other things. So hopefully, I mean, outside of Edmonton area, even in Calgary, hopefully some of those larger competitions can, can get back on yeah. track, even if there's some different health guidelines or standards. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I think with uh, and Matt, you were there uh, this in, in September. There, we we showed with barbecue on the bow that it can be done to some extent, right? It's yeah. uh, it, it certainly wasn't the event that it's been in past years, but uh, yeah. just from a pure competition standpoint, I think it. Uh, I think the competitors uh, probably enjoyed it just as much, if not more, than the, having all the festival and everything else going on. Eh? Honestly, from a competition background, um, mm-hmm. I. I kind of enjoyed it. It, it was yeah. nice to be able to get back, still visit and have that community with the barbecue guys, but yeah. not necessarily have to worry about what I call the, the circus show around it. Yeah. yeah. I understand a lot of the circus show. It's, it's costly to put on these events and you're trying yep. to cut costs for the competitors. Yeah. But, um, it's sometimes frustrating when you're already sitting in the rain, you're trying to 
you're trying to put in a box and you got 50 people asking you 500 questions and poking at your your turn-ins as you're as you're trying to get down there yeah yeah hopefully uh hopefully we can uh, keep going with something uh, some extent yeah. right this year so sure. as we get the the vaccines rolling out and all the rest of it uh yeah get uh, start getting back to some sort of normal yeah exactly yeah. so guys yeah, yeah. uh yeah sorry peter go ahead no sorry and just kind of what you're saying to you about the start yeah. is we've noticed a few more restaurants in the city kind of revising right. a few of their concepts for for takeout in um mm-hmm. in a more particular barbecue fashion. I mean, kind of a few months ago, the big thing and still the big thing seems to be burgers, but we've noticed uh, a few, few locations around the city um, getting into barbecue. And I mean, it's, it's nice to see, I mean, any, any promotion and any contribution to helping build barbecue kind of helps benefit all of us. So. Yeah. Excellent. Well, guys, uh, to wrap up, where can folks uh, find both your uh, both of your separate uh, <laughs> operations and then the collective uh, online social media? Yeah. So, uh, uh, Cornerstone uh, BBQ and Spice dot com um, for myself. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, I think, is the exact same. It's barbecue Cornerstone Barbecue and Spice. Uh, technology is not my thing. I just hey, come on! You, you designed a website. You tell, come on. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing that uh, that was a lot of sleepless nights and a lot uh, of YouTube uh, university. But it turned I've out. Done, well. I've been there. I've, I've done it. <laughs> but uh, and then Peter, for yourself. <laughs> yeah, Pitt, PittCountyBarbecue.com is is the website. Um, yep. Pitt County Barbecue on Instagram. Uh, Instagram is what we update the most, and then mm-hmm. for the uh, barbecue collective, um, we have albertabarbecuecollective.com, which is the ordering site. We wanted to keep it simple, so it's just cooking instructions and ingredients, and then ordering. Um, we didn't at this point in time. We don't have a need for more than that, um, sure. yep. based upon what we're doing. And then uh, on Instagram and, and Facebook as well, albertabarbecuecollective.com. Uh, we are using in some things the old um alberta so alta um just the reason we did that too i know it kind of throws some people off but we again really wanted to focus on the community um and building a heritage of alberta barbecue so we wanted people that didn't understand what that was and potentially thought that maybe it meant atlanta um <laughs> that it actually is alberta and that yeah. it was more of the historic notion of alberta and hopefully moving forward through all of this we can just really help put alberta on the map as as a barbecue province in canada that's awesome uh last question i ask everybody it's uh it's dinner time you got the griller the smoker going uh what's the go-to meal for you peter for for me Lately, and, and this is surprising, um, not that I have anything in particular against it, um, but since working with Matt more, and I'm not a brisket person, I'll be the first person <laughs> to admit it, since working with Matt more, honestly, brisket. Yeah. Um, that's not self-promotion. Matt can yeah. tell you how, how many times I've just been like, man, I don't like brisket, but this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. you, just have, you just gotta have the right brisket you know that's, yeah that seems <laughs> seems to be the case i just have never been lucky enough that to have something that uh yeah. that that works so yeah definitely yeah. for me right now brisket awesome matt yeah uh for me if we're doing it for the family the 
the family loves uh, some pork chops, so we've been we've been rocking a lot of pork chops lately. Nice. Um, and uh, and then some. Uh, you know what? What do we have tonight? We had chicken cordon bleu tonight, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Fan- kind of fancy it up a little. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But you got <laughs> yeah. you got to use some of our double smoked bacon ends and nice. yeah. throw that in there and. Little bit of that was better. That was better than our grilled cheese and salad uh, that we had tonight. So. Yeah, it's <laughs> <That was> good. <laughs> right on. Well, guys, uh, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, best of luck going forward with the uh, this venture, and uh, yeah, great to see it. Uh, a couple of guys coming together to do this and promote uh, the barbecue scene here in Alberta. So that's awesome. Yeah, thank awesome. you very, thank you very much for having us on. And I mean, any. Any of the listeners definitely take the time to check out Ryan's pages and eat more barbecue in the Alberta barbecue trail to, to check out the article that he was featured in. It's pretty, pretty impressive what he's accomplished over the last few years. And the fact that he's been able to be published in, in an, an article of that magnitude is, is outstanding. So congratulations, Ryan. Oh, thank you, Peter. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank thank you. you. Have a good night. Have a good one. Time now for the new monthly product review segment. This past weekend, I got the Weber kettle fired up and cooked some wings seasoned with the secret ingredient, savory barbecue rub from Arden Ode, Alberta's Red Fox Fungi. The rub doesn't have a ton of salt, and they use dried mushrooms in the rub to add to the savory flavor. Here you go. Hey friends, Ryan from eatmorebarbecue.ca here. Product review time. We're outside. It's a beautiful uh, Alberta January day. I'm in short sleeves, so it can't be too, too bad. Uh, using the Weber kettle here today, got some charcoal going in the chimney, getting all warmed up. We're actually going to be uh, doing three uh, reviews with today's cook. So if you're watching one of the later ones and this looks and sounds a little bit familiar, that's why. Just trying to maximize uh, cooking time. Let's get this uh, kettle warming up here. All right, everybody, we are here. Product review. This month we are reviewing uh, from Alberta here, uh, Ardenote, Alberta. Red Fox Fungi, and they uh, reached out to me and asked me to give their secret ingredient savory barbecue rub a try. As the name uh, Red Fox Fungi might uh, suggest, they use mushrooms in their uh, dried mushrooms in their rubs. They also have a spicy and an everything everyday rub. This is the secret ingredient savory barbecue. In addition to the rubs, they offer at home mushroom grow kits with uh, phoenix tail oyster and lion's mane mushrooms. Uh, Lots of great health benefits to mushrooms. So check Red Fox Fungi out. We'll put uh, their website in. And today we're gonna do up some wings with some of that rub. I'm just gonna give it a good coating here. Hit these wings with a little bit of duck fat spray just before to give them a bit of oil. So we'll get these on the uh, the kettle. Got the Weber going. Gonna uh, do a few things here today with some wings. And looking forward to trying this Red Fox Fungi Savory Barbecue Rub. Alright, here with my daughter Jillian and we're going to try the uh, the wings seasoned with the Red Fox Fungi Rub. Cooked on the Weber kettle with the uh, the grilled bee skewers. Nice flavor. Not overpowering. No, it's very subtle. One thing I do like about that seasoning, uh, looking at the ingredients, salt is way down on the list. Yeah. So definitely not salty, but just a nice flavor. No, it's got a bit of a spicy... Yep. So not anything overpowering. I'm not a huge spice person, but it's a little, mm-hmm. get a little there. bit of little, something. A little heat, but uh-huh. nothing crazy. No, that's really tasty. No, it's very good. Yeah, savory, very savory, uh-huh. as, the, uh, as the savory barbecue name suggests. Uh-huh. 
Good oh. stuff. Red Fox Fun Guy. Savory barbecue. It was. Thanks to Matt and Peter for coming on. Always a great conversation, and it was great to hear about the Alberta Barbecue Collective. Be sure to check the show notes for their links and give them some support. And also be sure to check out Red Fox Fungi for some great rubs and mushroom products. I've been saying it for months now, but please get out and show your local barbecue joints, other restaurants and bars some love in whatever way you're able and comfortable with. And whatever you're doing, stay safe, wear your masks, and follow your local guidelines. The more of all this we all do now, the sooner things can start returning to some sort of normal. The Eat More Barbecue Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. While it's still uncertain if we'll see CFL football this year, although my fingers are firmly crossed, the NFL playoffs are in full swing south of the border. The Tight Ends Podcast is a sports podcast for those that don't know a lot about sports. Join Vanda and the Tight Ends Podcast if you'd like to learn enough to help you join the conversation. Visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to the tight ends and all the other great shows on the network. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week. Hey, friends. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. You can find me online at eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca. Check out the listing of joints on the Barbecue Trail site and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out and show your local barbecue joints some love. Give me a follow on Twitter at Eat More Barbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore More underscore Barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, my email is eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and is a production of Eat More Barbecue Digital Media. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. <laughs>